Hey, y'all, this is Grant Malloy Smith, and I sure am listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me. I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. Welcome, audience, to another surprising show. We're a little bit early this year, but we've got a very special album we want to share with you, and we want you to hear from the creator of the album. He's a, uh, he's a two- or three-time guest on the show. His name is Grant Malloy Smith, and he has a brand-new Christmas album. He'll be here to talk about the music on it, too. Like this one, a very traditional, The First Novel.
Smith, the first Noel from his brand new Christmas album, The Christmas Heart. And we're going to be talking with Grant in just a couple of minutes. First, I want to say hello to my co-host, the legendary John Bon Jovial. And a good day to you, my friend David. Uh, doing okay. Here in southwest Florida, we are actually recovering rather nicely from uh, Hurricane Ian uh, in the northern part of Naples, where my family and myself live. There was some damage, but it was pretty minor. But the people down in Fort Myers Beach and Sanibel Island and even in East Naples, they got hit pretty badly. And uh, finally, the power trucks are getting to a point to where they can start restoring power to those buildings that were left standing on Fort Myers Beach and Sanibel. And so it is a good day, a good week for Southwest Florida. That is a good thing. And I really feel for those people that got stranded there. I really feel for them. You know, I can remember a couple of days after, you know, we, we lost power at our house for five and a half days. And for the first two days or so, there was absolutely no cell service. We couldn't really text anything. So we had no idea. We had absolutely no idea what had happened to other parts of southwest Florida. Oh, I remember. And then I remember. came to the rescue and started texting me pictures of the destruction and the news about what was going on. And we were just absolutely horrified and as inconvenienced as we were by not having air conditioning and hot coffee in the morning. It was like, you know, we really got off pretty easy. We, we, we counted our blessings. It could have been uh, could have been a lot worse. We want to get to our guest, Grant Malloy Smith, and talk about his new Christmas album, The Christmas Heart, Roots Music for the Holidays, and we will in just a moment. Want to first, John, mention our friends at Anchor FM? Yes, Anchor FM. This is kind of cool. You know, you can hear the David Bowers Awards podcast on many of the standard platforms out there, you know, iTunes and such. But the uniqueness of Anchor FM is that they give you the opportunity to help out the indie artists at the end of this episode and each and every episode of the David Bowers Awards. There is a link that you can click on to make a donation, whether it's a couple of bucks, five dollars, twenty-five dollars, doesn't matter. Search for Anchor FM. That's all you need to do. If you can help out, well, we sure would be very appreciative of it, Dave. Well, thank you very much. We also want to say hello to our friends at Rochester Free Radio, our flagship FM station in Rochester, New York, WRFZ FM 106.3, and Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble Show that follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio on Saturdays, Arm and Spins, which follows Steve's show, and then, of course, Saturday nights on Rochester Free Radio is my good friend Jeff Moulton's ABC Rock and Roll Oldies. Check them out on rochesterfreeradio.com. Let's bring our guest in. Come on in here, Grant Malloy Smith, and say hello. Hey, I would just bang my head on the door on the way in, but here I am. Here I am. It's so great to be with you again. <laughs> That's one way to make an entry, though. I mean, you got to upstage this one way or another. Welcome aboard. So glad to have you here. And I yes, love the new you. album, Grant. Oh, thank you very much. You know, it's something I never thought I would do i mean people have been asking me to do it for years and i and i kept meaning to but i kept you know something else always came up first that i had to do but i I decided finally i just gotta do it i just gotta get it done and put out a put out a christmas record and uh of course i didn't want to do one that sounded like everyone else's and it had to have have to be a little bit hillbilly to sound like me so uh i I like it i like the subtitle says it all roots music for 
holidays. It is, and the thing I like about the rootsy flavor is it's so much like those down-home Christmases. Now, I grew up on a little farm out in the boondocks in upstate New York, and mm-hmm. we got together for the holidays, and we didn't exactly sound like, you know, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir when we were singing, <laughs> but we loved it. We, we had that, you know, that just that down-home feeling, and you can't replace that, although you've done a pretty good job of reimagining it, and uh, I really, really got into this album. And, of course, there's a couple of cuts on the album that you wrote yourself, and we're going to be touching on one of those in uh, in just a moment here. And I thank you for introducing us to your your thought process and how you got into the album. How long do you figure you were waiting to get this actually in, into reality? Well, I mean, people started asking me to do one even 20 years ago, and I just finally, this January, I started it, and I got it done in about four or five months of, you know, concentrated work on it because, it was the arrangements, really, that took the most time because I wanted to reimagine the songs, you know, in my way and make them still be interesting and still be true to the original song. You don't want to go so far off, you know, target that people don't recognize it anymore. Uh, but at the same time, I wanted to make it my own. So it, it took it took a lot of work, and but I'm I'm so glad that I did it, and I hope people like it. And we are glad, too. I'm sure they're going to like it, which is one of the reasons we wanted to get you on here early so that people had a chance to hear it, get the album well before the holidays so that they could enjoy it and share it. And we're going to share one of those tracks right now. This one is is one of your originals, All on Christmas Day. Tell us about Mm -hmm. this one. You know, I wanted to write a song about um, a very optimistic song, like, Everyone gets optimistic and feels kind of good about the human condition around the holidays, and then we lose that feeling. You know, it kind of it disappears yeah. into the new year, and then other things come along, and we can't. It's hard to hold on to that feeling for the whole year. There's a Christmas spirit that everyone knows about, and I was trying to imagine in, in my little imaginary song here, what would it be like if if that spirit didn't go away? Like if the world really did truly change in one day, and and not go back. <laughs> you know, to the normal way where people are fighting and wars are starting and people are hurting and starving and, and, and on and on and on. What if, what if we could keep that, that real Christmas spirit and, and truly, uh, I mean, no, it's naive sounding, of course, probably never going to happen, but why, you know, that's what Jesus would want. And so that's what I want. <laughs> and I just yeah, thought I, I would I capture say, that in a little song. I wouldn't say it's naive. It might be a little wishful thinking, but I agree with you. It's a great thought, and I wish we could keep a little bit more of that spirit a little bit more of the time. It would be good for all of us. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, from his Christmas album. This, this is out now, or it's just coming out? Uh, in fact, the singles have started to appear in, in you know, the streaming services, and if you go to my website, you can actually buy it. I've, I've shipped out hundreds of them already to people. The people are, are buying them for Christmas presents, which is a nice idea. Absolutely. Absolutely beautiful idea. The album is The Christmas Heart, Roots Music for the Holidays by Grant Malloy Smith, and this is All on Christmas Day. Children laughing with 
Christmas Day. The album is The Christmas Heart, Roots Music for the Holidays by Grant Malloy Smith, who is joining us here in John Bon Jovial. I know you'd like to get into the conversation. Jump in. Oh, sure. Well, hey, Grant, first and foremost, man, it is so good to have you back with us. Uh, it, it, it truly is. That well, is you. a beautiful song. I mean, that. if you ask David or anybody really that knows me well, and probably because of the many years that I've spent in the radio business mm-hmm. and in November and December being forced to listen to Christmas music and not <laughs> happy about it on the air. Uh, yeah. it, you know, I, it, it's, it's so much of it. I just can't stand, 
But what I've heard so far in Oh Holy Night and All on Christmas Day, man, I tell you what, you have just knocked it out of the park. That is an absolutely gorgeous song. And it, it's not the typical Burl Ives have a hunky-dunky, hinky-dinky Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and this is so obviously from the heart. And it's yeah. obviously built from emotion. And thank yeah. you. That's all I can say. I'm not going to offer a critique of the song because there's nothing to <laughs> criticize about it. It's just beautiful. And just thank you for doing it. It's, it's that good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Very, and by the way, you know, I'm a Florida native myself, and I'm so glad to, to hear that you didn't get, uh, you know, too terribly affected by the Hurricane Ian a few uh, last month. And, boy, I, my heart goes out to everyone who was in the path. Yeah, the, the, the winds, I have lived in Florida for 31 years, mm-hmm. and I've been through um, you know, many hurricanes, and I've never seen wind blow mm. like yeah. this did. Uh, we had a new roof put on our house two years ago, and it just took it like a champ. There was no damage at all. And oh, I think it's because good. of the fact that the, uh, the wind was coming in uh, east-west, and my street that I live mm. on is an east-west street. And so the houses surrounding me pretty much yeah. protected us. That's unlike good. Irma, yeah, unlike Irma, which was a north-south, and that just uh-huh. absolutely destroyed our roof last time. No, we got lucky. Uh, Grant, there's, there's no question. We are so fortunate. I mean, yeah, it, it was kind of a drag not having electricity for five <laughs> days, but you know, so what? Like, yeah. Who cares? Like, you know, it, 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 it's a classic case of wham. <laughs> <laughs> When I made the, the just to go back to the record when when I made it, I didn't want to do Christmas songs of the kind that I personally don't like. Like I don't like songs about that are not serious. To me, Christmas is a serious thing. And I, not mm-hmm. to get overly religious or anything, but that's what it's really all about. It's not about elves and you know reindeer and stuff like. that. Those are nice things. Those are nice traditions that we that are connected to the holiday, but they are not the essence of the holiday. I think we all know what the essence really is, and that's what I wanted all the songs to be about. And that's we've lost the reason for the season. You know, it, it's uh, consumerism has taken mm-hmm. over. The, the The reason for the season has been lost. Yeah, I hope not. I, I hope not in a major way, but I think as well as lines, it's, it's just not mm-hmm. there anymore. Yeah, as well as many other things, society has kind of kicked to the side mm-hmm. over the years now. I do want to interject one thing at this point. When you're talking about, uh, you know, songs for the children, Christmas songs for the kids like Rudolph mm-hmm. and Frosty and all those oh, other sure. things. Oh, sure, those are fine. I, I remember one, um, something about a flying possum. Yeah, exactly. See, I, I, I shouldn't be a hypocrite because I've written a children's <laughs> song about flying possums, kind of tongue-in-cheek song, and, and that's all fine. You know, those are, like I said, those are all things that are great. And and you can't take them out of the holiday. I don't want to. But when exactly. I made a record, I wanted it to be a serious record about what the holiday really really means. And maybe someday I'll make one about elves and Santa Claus and that stuff. But I didn't. I didn't. I don't think so. I, I don't well, think only, I'll do that. The only reason I brought that up, and I really didn't want to go into it too much because I don't want to take away from this beautiful album you've created here. But you do have a very joyful children's. Christmas story, yeah. Fly Possum Fly, which, I, if I remember correctly, that's also a, a children's book, isn't it? Yeah, children's book, yeah, that I, I wrote and I drew the pictures for. 
all that. And, and that is, I, I love playing that for children. Children love that. They love to sing along with it, and it makes them feel good. Oh, yeah. and it makes me feel one good li- when they feel good. One listen, and you can understand why. And that is still available now, Fly Possum Fly by Grant Malloy Smith. You can check that out when you're out getting this album for yourself. Get one of those for the kids. They'll love you for it. Graham, back to your current album, The Christmas Heart, Roots Music for the Holidays. The next track is another one of the old standards, which you do in your own inimitable style. This is Old Holy Night. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that might be my favorite, my personal favorite on, on the whole record. I, I don't know why. It's just something about it. It just really makes me feel good. Well, here it is. Let's listen.
album the christmas heart roots music for the holidays now grant i was reading a review and regrettably i don't i didn't see a name on it so i can't credit whoever wrote the review but perhaps you could fill us in on that but one of the quotes in there uh from the middle of it is uh, goes something like while grant malloy smith definitely has a spirit and sound of rural and appalachian music he's not above jazzing things up on this Christmas record with a well-placed saxophone or cello. And I noticed that in the, was it the last track we played all on Christmas day, the instrumentation got really kind of groovy for an old Appalachian boy. What do you got together here for instrumentation? That song has um, acoustic guitar and piano and dobro. Those are the main instruments. There is a French horn in there too, in, in the choruses. Um, and I guess that's a, a little percussion, but there are some songs on the record that are, like you, you mentioned jazzy. They're kind of jazzy, like I did kind of a jazzy, well, as jazzy as I can do. You know, I'm a hillbilly. It's going to come out, it's going to sound like a hillbilly no matter what I do. But, but the the instrumentation is very jazz-like. It's piano and uh, acoustic bass and a saxophone and uh, on Silent Night and uh, and another song, too. So uh, in the bleak midwinter, as a matter of fact, and I got some really great jazz musicians out of New York to uh, to play with me on those songs. And it, it, it is different for me. I've never done that before, but I really enjoyed it. I was going to ask you about that. Tell us tell us about some of the musicians that you did get to play and back you on this. Sure. Well, I've got uh, Mike Johnson is one of the best pedal steel guitar players in the planet. I think he's. You'd be easier to make a list of the giant country superstars he hasn't played with than the ones he has played with. It's a very, very long list. He's a great steel guitar player. He just played with me on another song, too, that's not released yet, but he's great to work with. I've got Matt Combs, who's a Nashville uh, string player. He plays anything with strings. He's great at it, particularly fiddle and, and cello and, and viola, and all, the whole, all of them, anything with strings, uh, bass, of course. Um, and I've got, uh, um, oh, I'm going to mention those jazz guys. Thomas Hutchings, a brilliant saxophone player out of New York City, and also Nasher Modi, who's a 
a jazz guitar player uh, out, of, out of originally from India, but living for many years in New York City. And boy, I just got a whole host of really good musicians from all over the country. A lot of Nashville cats. So I've got another steel player from Texas on there. Mitchell Smithy is on one of the songs, my my other original song. And boy, I don't think I could list them all, but but I did put every, you know I always do a liner notes with all my albums, and I put everybody's name in there. Anybody that had anything to do with the record, I give them as much credit as I possibly can. Great. We love to give credit to everyone and, you know, especially the the backing musicians who mm-hmm. often don't get mentioned. And I appreciate, I'm right. sure they appreciate the fact that you included their names. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there entirely too quiet. <laughs> I, you know, I have my moments of peace and tranquility <laughs> and distractions. <laughs> and joviality uh, you know, as well. You, you, yeah, too. <laughs> you, you know, you you mentioned the uh, the hillbilly approach to things, and uh, you know, I, I think that is something that should be worn as a badge of honor because <laughs> yep. of the fact I that agree. the type of music that I, I'm, I'm glad you do the type of music that you do is so Americana and so roots oriented mm-hmm. that I, I can't imagine you even trying to pretend to do it any other way, although I'm sure <laughs> no. you can lay down a mean blues riff if you guys are just jamming in the garage, but, you know, when it comes to putting on the game face, it's like, okay, boys, it's country time, let's go. <laughs> that, that's that's true. everything that, that I've ever heard. Yeah, everything of yours that I've ever heard just has that written all over it. That was the thing that just struck me uh, a minute ago when you're talking about putting the hillbilly aspect to it. You know, that's, and that's what you are, and yeah. and that's great. It is. It is. It's a, it's a badge of honor as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think music should be honest. If your music is not honest, people are going to know it. People are going to feel it. You shouldn't try to fool anybody. <laughs> and it, yeah, and sure, it doesn't mean I can't go off in different, you know, on different tangents and different directions and get a little bit jazzier, but it's still going to sound like me. You know, I'm not going to ch- – put on a different accent or something like that. Uh, it's going to be me all the way through. And the way you should do it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the uh, footnotes at the uh, bottom of this review was that uh, on, the, on this work, you push beyond your familiar American root stylings. But I think the key word in all of that is familiar. Your music is familiar, even songs that we are not, quote, familiar with, unquote, they just have that familiar family feeling. I mean, you listen to the song once and you feel like it's a part of your your personal favorites. John, you're waving frantically. Yes. Well, I just thought of something else to add to that. You know, the, the familiarity of the music, it makes you feel comfortable. It makes you feel good, relaxed, whatever you want to call it. And, and it, it just occurred to me that one of the things that your music does for me is even though I'm not technically a hillbilly, if you will, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> as David will tell you, I jocked country music for many, many years in terrestrial mm. radio. And your music is so reminiscent of a lot of the stuff that I played on the air. Mm. And it makes me smile because it brings me back to a time when I was on the air, I was single, I was having a great time off the air <laughs> and on. That's one of the things that it does for me, and I'm sure that anybody 
that is a longtime fan of country music as I am will probably have their own interpretation of something that your music reminds them of, whether it's home, whether whether it's a long-lost girlfriend or boyfriend, something. True. I mean, my kind of music, American Roots music, which is part of like a subset of country music, is really all about storytelling. And and the stories have to be about, you know, real things that affect real people, not made-up stories, but, you know, stories that everybody can relate to. And I think when they're done right, um, it becomes kind of timeless. You know, I think you could play Definitely. my songs 30 years ago. You could play them 30 years from now, and I, I don't think anyone would think that they sounded either too new or too old. They would kind of feel natural. That's that's. I think that's the advantage of my kind of music uh, and the genre that I'm in compared to like pop music, which change changes you know all the time, uh, because that's what the that's the definition of pop music. You know, it's changed. Like pop music from the 1950s is unrecognized. I mean, you wouldn't play it today, ex- except for to people that you know that were of a certain age that they would want to reminisce and hear those songs. But it wouldn't be popular again with today's you know 10 year olds. And one of the you know things I, mean? I love about your music on our show, is the fact that it fits the mold of what we envisioned when John and I put this show together. We wanted a very casual show. We wanted it to be like, well, like family. We're sitting together in the living room just chatting about mm. you and your music, whatever. We don't, use, we don't use formula questions. We don't have a checklist or anything. It's wherever the conversation goes. Uh, just like mm. when you and your family get together. We're going to come back to that point in just a bit, but I uh, don't want to stray too far from the music, and uh, we will again, but we got to take care of a little business here. John, tell us about our friends at uh, Computer Health USA who helped make this show possible. Yes, thanks, David. Yeah, Computer Health USA does graciously underwrite the David Bowers Awards and uh, makes it possible for us to be able to do what we do, uh, Computer Help USA is a company that's uh, located in Southwest Florida and can help anybody really with any problems that they might have with their computers, whether it's uh, something as simple as a virus or a networking issue or, you know, their servers uh, gone south on them, anything like that, Any really anything that has to do with the Internet uh, or a computer and any of its functions. That's Computer Help USA. You could be in California or, uh, you know, up in Massachusetts or, you know, over in uh, Mumbai, India. Computer Help USA can connect and work on that computer. You can get a hold of them by calling area code 239-596-6112. That's 239-596-6112. You can find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Computer Help USA or, of course, uh, you know, on the interwebs there at comphelpusa.com. That's Computer Help USA. David? Oh, thank you very much. And while we're taking care of business, Grant, why don't you tell the folks, explain how they can get this album of yours? Sure. The easiest way is to go right to my website, and it's the uh, – just like when I would get in trouble as a child, my mother would use all three of my names. She would go, Grant Malloy Smith, and Malloy only has one L. So it's Grant, M-A-L-O-Y Smith, dot com. And if you go there, you can click on you know, music, and then you'll, you'll, you'll find it immediately. It's very easy to find. You can also put my GrantMalloySmith.com and then put slash Christmas, and it'll also go directly there. But you'll find it. And from my website, you can go to all my social media and, and all the places where you can 
hear my music. Now, we're going to another one of your originals next. Why don't you tell the folks about On This Day? Right. Even though the title's a little bit similar to the other original song, All On Christmas Day, On This Day is really meant to, you know, a lot of people become very sad around the holidays if they're feeling lonely, if they don't feel like they have anybody to love. And that's, I think the fact that everyone else is so happy with Christmas, it makes it worse for them, and they feel even more pain in their hearts. And, and I wanted to write a song to them, to, to, to anyone who's suffering or feeling anguish or, or sadness during the holidays, to recognize or to be aware that there are people that love you, maybe even people that don't know you, but they love you, and, and you're not alone in the world. You're literally not alone in the world. And that's what the song's about. And I think that anyone who has lived a reasonable amount of time in this life has seen and known people who fit what you just said. I think it's a a great move that you put this song together specifically for those people to help assure them that, yes, you are loved. You're not alone. There are people who care about you. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a very important thing. It may be the greatest Christmas gift of all. Ladies and gentlemen, from the album, The Christmas Heart, Roots Music for the Holidays, here is Grant Malloy Smith with his original, On This Day.
On this day, Grant Malloy Smith from the album The Christmas Heart roots music for the holidays. And if you haven't already, make a note to get yourself copies of this. Now, Grant, uh, one thing you're in your modesty, you neglected to mention a couple of little points. One is folks can get an autographed copy of the CD, can they not? Yes. Any any time you buy it from my website, I will sign every single one of them. And I even drive myself to the post office and bring it there personally to make sure you get it. Awesome. What more could you ask for? He'll not only autograph your uh, your copy of the CD, he'll deliver it at least as far as his local post office. <laughs> then it's, uh, it's up to the USPO after that. Now, Grant, uh, John is waving at me once again, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him come in here, and then I've got another question for you. But go ahead, John, yes, what you got? Well, I just I want to stray here for just a minute, Grant, because, you know, obviously your roots – are you know go way back they go to the hills they go to family they go to emotions uh but before you became grant malloy smith the the musical artist extraordinaire what were your influences in country music growing up what christmas music did you listen to if it wasn't yours what did you listen to (laughs) well when i was a child my grandmother and my mother were both from eastern kentucky from appalachia and uh, my grandmother would visit us. Uh, my dad was in the Navy, so we moved to Florida, and that's where I grew up. And uh, she would visit us there many times, and she would always bring records down. She would also buy me records. Of course, they were big black vinyl records back back a million years ago when I was a kid. And she would bring uh, her, what she called her mountain music, which was, I guess you'd call it, I mean, some of it was country, like the early country stuff, like Hank Williams. Not Hank Williams Jr., like his his dad, the original Hank Williams. And then Bill Monroe, you know, which is like bluegrass and mountain music and Ralph Stanley, the Stanley Brothers, all that kind of stuff. That was – that and even Johnny Cash, and that was kind of rebellious back in the early days of the country to Mm -hmm. listen to to him. But she loved him too, and she liked all the – what we would call today the classic country and bluegrass or mountain music artists. Um, And so I got – I got fed a steady diet of that, whether I whether I wanted to hear it or not, because she was <laughs> bound and determined that I was going to learn something about it. Um, I mean, I was also a child, right? So I'm also listening to, you know, the Beatles and all the stuff that was famous in the world, and and watching Captain Kangaroo in the morning and, and hearing songs on that. I think I had a cap. I think the captain had a Christmas record, and I'm sure I had it. I had a very eclectic collection between children's music from the Captain and Beanie and Cecil and the Beatles and then, uh, you know, Hank Williams. <laughs> I was an interesting child. If you had to pick one artist that you think, and, and this is this is not an easy question. It's easy to ask, mm, but no. I know it's not easy to answer. If you had to pick one artist, whether it's a, you know, a Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs or Bill Monroe mm-hmm. and the Bluegrass Boys or for Ellen Husky or Hank Sr., mm-hmm. is there one artist in particular that you bumped into and put you off course and made you go in maybe a slightly different direction than you think you might have otherwise? Wow. That is really hard to answer. I mean, I, I've been influenced by so many people, like all the ones I've mentioned, as, as well as more modern you know, people like Alison Krauss and so on, and I love her. Man, I could listen to her all day long and all night long. She's no, the yeah. voice of an angel. Yeah and a talent that matches it. And there's so many, I, I couldn't, I don't know if I can boil it down to any one person. They all sort of combine in your mind and in your heart to, 
to uh, influence you as an artist. You can't help it. You get so many influences. Those are the big ones, though. I don't know if I could bring I think, one. I think that might be exactly the answer that I was looking for, because I think if you could boil it down to one, I think it would probably make you narrow-minded. And I think right, there, there wouldn't be but. enough. I need to, to hear a variety of people. And, you know, I don't expect anybody just to listen to me. <laughs> Please don't think I was asking you a trick question and trying to catch up. Not at all. No, no, I was just genuinely curious as to how you were going to answer that. Yeah, that's a good question. It made me think. It really did. Well, you know, one of the things I like about working with John and, and have for years is the fact that we have worked together long enough that we think in the same channels. And I love the fact that he asked you that question about your childhood and your influences because I was headed in that same direction with my next question to you. And that is, mm-hmm. since this is a Christmas album, we're headed into the holiday season, family and joyous gatherings. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about Christmas in the Smith family way back then. Well, back in, when, I was a ki- when I was a kid? Yes. Every child who's, whose family celebrates Christmas, that's like the most exciting day of the year i think maybe your birthday's number two or a close second but i mean there's so much anticipation you know as a child you know what i really enjoyed though was you sort of forget all that when you get to be a grown-up and you get all the normal uh you know uh, responsibilities of being an adult and you lose that until you have your own kids and then you can see it again through their eyes and uh that then it becomes all joyous again and it's sort of like if you if you take your kids to you know, an amusement park. You see it through their eyes, and it, it, you, you gain an appreciation and a, uh, a joy out of it that you wouldn't get if you were there by yourself or with, you know, your, your spouse because you're both old now. You're not, you're not a child. The place is made for children. And uh, it's the same with Christmas. It's the joy, I think, is really seeing it through their eyes and, you know, seeing their anticipation and, you know, all the good things that go with that. That's what makes it really special. Yeah, I agree 100%. After you get to a certain point in life, you're always, well, maybe not always obsessively, but there's always a thought in the back of your mind, I wish I could go back and, you know, live this <laughs> at least part of my life over. You know, I'd like to be 30 again. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be 21 again or whatever. And mm-hmm. you miss the fact that when you have children, you get that opportunity. Right. You get right. that opportunity and- to live that part of your life over again. And I, I, Thank you for bringing that out. It's a wonderful Christmas gift, something to think about for everybody. We're going to have Mm -hmm. to wrap this up here pretty shortly, and I want to give you all the time to get in there and tell them, folks, again, how they can find you online, of course, and how they can keep in touch with you as well as how they can get your music, especially this album. Yeah, uh, the best place probably is my website, which is my three names, Grant Malloy, M-A-L-O-Y, smith.com and if you go there all the social media links are there all the apple music and the amazon music and the spotify all those links are there plus you can buy as you as you kindly mentioned um autographed and dedicated i also write a little dedication when you order the cd on my website or any cd um not just this one you could there's a, a place you can type in who you want it dedicated to and i've what i've noticed with this record more so than any other record that i've ever made is that people are ordering two, two, three, or even four copies of it, and they're asking me to dedicate each one to someone different. So they're, they're giving them as, as gifts, which makes sense. It's a Christmas record. It would be a, mm-hmm. a great Christmas gift. 
and I'm happy to do that. I, I love sitting there and, you know, writing out the uh, dedications on each CD and, and then signing it, getting it in the mail for everybody. That would make a great picture for your website or for online picture of you sitting there signing and dedicating the uh, the CDs and getting ready to mail them out, you know, maybe a stack of envelopes there or whatever. <laughs> I think that would make a perfect picture for I the should holidays. do that, yes. And I understand maybe I'll the, replace uh, my cowboy hat with a little Santa Claus cat. Oh, there you go. You can do that, too. <laughs> and the album should be available at Amazon and Bandcamp. Very soon, shouldn't it? Yes, the the, the album uh, goes out for digital sale on those platforms like Apple and Bandcamp um, on November 4th. But some singles are already out there on on all those platforms. And on my on my website, you can cut the line and go get it right now. And get it autographed and dedicated. Get yourself a mm-hmm. copy. Get your friends copies. And uh, cut down your running around and your shopping. It's all in one place. And a great album it is, too. You can't wait to hear the rest of the tracks on there. I know that uh, there's been some uh, really good things said about your version of What Child Is This? And I think that's one of the strong points of the album, one of the strongest points of the album, is the fact that you basically, to use the cliche, you've made these songs your own. As you said, they're not the usual Merry Christmas songs done the same way everybody has done them since... Who knows? Yeah. But you right. put your own stamp on them, yet kept them to the point where they are just exactly what they should be, family Christmas songs. And I salute you for what you've done, what you've done with the album, and uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful job. I'm going to have to get me a copy of it, too. No, I, I actually have the digital copy. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, I'm very thankful for that. It's a wonderful album. I hope you sell a gazillion copies. John Bon Jovial, before we let Grant go, final words on your part. Thanks for doing the record. That's pretty much <laughs> how I feel about it. Just thank you for doing the record. I think it's something that, you know, that, that needed to be done. In this day and age of consumerism, uh, people mm-hmm. tend to forget. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. the reason of uh, and, and definition of Christmas is. Um, to me, what I have heard on this today is every bit as effective as um, John Lennon's Imagine, which is mm. you know something so altruistic, and it's just something like, why can't we just live in peace? And yeah, I think right. that's what you're conveying here, and, and, and I think that's great. And just, you know, the one thing to add to the looks on the kids' faces and all that is that I can remember my son and my daughter getting really upset with me because I'd start playing with their toys on Christmas and wouldn't let them have a chance at it. (laughs) One that I remember specifically is uh, my brother-in-law and I, uh, we got got my one daughter a a train set, a little model train set for Christmas, and I remember we wanted to set it up so it would be there for her when she got up in the morning, and we set it up. And I think we finally got it's to cool. bed about 3.30 because we sat there playing <laughs> with it ourselves. It was, it was just such a kick. And then to get to see the look on her face in the morning when she came out and saw it running around the Christmas tree. Awesome. Grant, awesome having oh, you here great. with us. Thank you for giving us the privilege of sharing this album with our listeners. I do wish you all the very best with it. I hope that it is soon a classic like like some of the other albums you've been doing. You're getting yourself quite a... Uh, quite a collection there and we salute you for it as you know you're always welcome here on the david bowers awards we're glad to have you here ladies and gentlemen grant beloy smith 
the Christmas heart, Roots Music for the Holidays. And we're going to leave you with this track, which I think is an appropriate way to close it. We're going to leave you with Joy to the World. Joy to the world The Lord is come Let earth receive her Christmas Heart Roots Music for the Holidays. That's the album by Grant Malloy Smith. You can pick it up at his website. Order copies for your friends. Have them signed and dedicated. Go for it. I think you're going to love this album as much as we do. The pleasure having Grant here with us today. We want to thank you for being with us, too. Also a pleasure, because if it weren't for you, there wouldn't be an us. Thank you so much. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Wonderful show today. You know, Grant's always a joy to talk to, but, you know, I think he's really outdone himself with this. I, I didn't really know what to expect. You're saying that he's got this new Christmas album out, and, of course, being in radio as we were and having to listen to Christmas music ad nauseum, uh, I am so pleasantly surprised by this record, and it's just so good. Go out and buy it, folks. Seriously, this guy, you know, deserves the audience. He really does. Well, folks, you have done it again. You have spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and as always, we really are grateful for your attendance. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on most of the major streaming services. 
And on Anchor FM, you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode and every episode of the David Bowers Awards. Make a donation. We would really appreciate it. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio, at noon Eastern on WRFZ and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the other crew of uh, contemporaries, if you want to call them here at the Radio Ranch, I am the legendary John Bon Jovial saying uh, be sure to tune in to next week's exciting episode of the David Bowers Awards. Be good to yourselves in the meantime. Love your neighbors, love your family, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you right here on the David Bowers Awards.